Hey guys, it's time for Lunch Plus. We're What's back. Up. This Everyone. is my favorite time of the day. <laughs> it is your favorite time I'm of the day. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> We're super excited to be on live with you today because we have an awesome episode in store. Here's what's coming up. First, we have our Minute to Win It game. It's going to be fun. We're going to be flipping some cups. I was practicing a little bit earlier, and it's super difficult. So uh, we'll see if anyone can actually get this one. It's going to be a fun one. After that, we have a time of powerful prayer. Make sure you send us your prayer requests. We just... This is going to be a powerful time of prayer. After that, we have something brand new. It's called the Accent Challenge. I'm so excited. And <laughs> we, were, we were working on this a little bit earlier, and uh, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. So you definitely want to stick around for that. It's going to be hilarious. And after that, we have our next installment of What's the Word? It's going to be powerful. Like, the smile on my face right now is how completely elated I am to watch this. I have high expectations. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Do and you? I, I mean, I have high expectations, too. I, <laughs> I think my expectations are, are different than yours, though. And the fact that she's not participating. Oh, uh, that's a little suspect. I'm happy. I was going to before you I got here. I know you would. <laughs> I, I, I was going to be in Kevin's spot, but Kevin does excellent accents, so, so I brought sure him you're, in. Make sure you're stuck in around. Stucking around. For the accent challenge. <laughs> but right now we have a few minutes for family chat where yes. we hang out with you and ask you some questions. And question number one of the day. Carnival or circus? I, I, I've got to be completely glass house. I don't know the difference. Oh, there's a huge difference. Oh, there um, is, yeah. Is uh, a carnival so, the one with rides? Yeah, carnivals right. like have rides and circus you got like you got all the the games and stuff like that. Right. Cir circuses, well, they don't actually really have animals anymore because that's for most for the most part it's, it's illegal now. But circuses right. are in the big tents. You got the people doing all the acrobatics and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't think they do bearded ladies anymore like in the Greatest <laughs> Showman. But this is um, the greatest show. But yeah, no, because Serena and I actually went to a circus last year. Um, in Pittsburgh, and it was it was it was actually really cool. Like, they did a bunch of really crazy things. I would probably say circus because I get, I, like, um, I've gotten scammed at carnivals several times, like by the games, you know, where they're like, they oh, it's only five bucks. I'm like, okay, I'll give you five bucks, and they're like, oh, keep throwing. Okay, I'll give you another one. Okay, okay, you have to pay for every throw you just made. What? <laughs> I I don't like carnivals. They make me sad. So, I, I'm, I'm a circus person. I'm going to need you to read the comments because I can't super see them. Circus by Priscilla. <laughs> yeah. uh, Johnny says carnivals, and I'm with Johnny. I personally prefer carnivals. Me I think too. they're a lot more fun. Uh, they're, they're a lot really... more interactive. I right, yeah, 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 absolutely. Right. And I think part of getting scammed is part of going to the carnival. That's, that's, <laughs> that's true. my least favorite part, though. That's true. Because I was trying to impress. I, I don't. So, I think I went with Serena once, and I was just trying to impress her. You know, with one of the games. And, and $400 later. <laughs> no, I just had to empty my wallet at that point. <laughs> like, Did you I get give them all my money. There. No, I didn't get her anything. <laughs> oh, I think I got her something little tiny that's I was like askew. <laughs> it, was, like, it wasn't like made right. And I'm like, well, <laughs> there's all my money. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoy this. I, I love you, babe. I don't super love the circus. I've, I've been a few times when I was little, mm -hmm. but I do prefer carnivals. However, a carnival is where I almost plummeted to my death. Um, That's also so, another thing about carnivals is they're super dangerous. Like, they're real <laughs> sketchy. However, they're really fun. Um, but there's one ride where, you know the pendulum ones where it's like, whoo, 
Phew, phew, and yeah. like you go over. Yeah, yeah. So I was on I it. I like the sound effects. Thank you. That really helped me get the <laughs> picture of what you were trying to communicate. Well, I went on it with my dad, and these ones did not have doors on the side because, you know, thrill-seeking and whatever. And <laughs> it, was the, it was the bars that, like, held you in over your shoulders. Okay. And I, mine didn't latch. <gasps> like, they came over and pulled oh. it down and kept going, but it didn't latch. I'm like, Dad, it's not locked. He goes, oh, no, you're fine. I'm like... No, like it's it's not a lot. He's like, just pull it down. I'm like, okay. So I'm pulling it down, and it's just a little like flimsy like seat lap right, thing. Right, yep. So we start going, and it's legit not latched, and it's like I'm bumping my head on the top. My dad had to hold me on the side so I didn't fall out of the thing. So the whole time I'm like, I'm gonna die, and that was my experience at the so, carnival. So you're a circus then? Is no, that... I prefer the carnival, but yes. that's my experience She's as a, a teenager. Scene. I see that. I like. I like to almost die. I don't go on that one anymore. Like, no. I'm, I'm good. Hard Do you pass. like to almost die and get your money stolen from you? <laughs> the carnival's, You're, the carnival's for, for you. you. <laughs> I don't understand you people. Question number two. <laughs> Staples or paper clips? Paper clips all day long. Like, I have, I have a strong emotion. Paper clips all day long. Uh, Staples hurt. When you have to undo them, right. like, and you break that's, fingernails doing that that's thing. That's why you have the little staple thing. But if you don't have the staple thing. Well, get the staple. I'd so, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other thing. Paper clips, you just put them on, pull them mm -hmm. off, they're and, great. But then you have the two little holes with the stapler. I yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say hole punch. How is that put helping it, you? Put it in a binder. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, I'm totally a paperclip guy myself. I <gasps> love paperclips. And have you ever bent a paperclip to the to the point where you can like drop it on a table and it springs up and takes off? No. No, but I will now. I am totally going to show you. Teach me your ways. After lunch plus. Absolutely. Like 100%. Okay, one more. Well, we got oh, paperclips. We got hi guys, paperclips. We got depends on what I'm doing with it. Paperclips. So everyone yeah. on, online is a paperclip person. Yeah. Johnny, I'm with you, brother. Paper clips. Okay, one more. We'll squeeze it in. Air conditioner or fan? Um, Why can't we do both? Because then it's freezing well, there's and a it's fan. the tundra. There's freezing a fan. tundra is awesome. Hard pass. But there's a fan attached to the air conditioner, so. Ceiling fan or like the, the rotating fan or the air conditioner? Um, ceiling fans, I mean, if you've ever been in a church in Africa where they don't have air conditioning and all they have is ceiling fans, you're just in an oven, and it's just blowing the hot <laughs> air all around. Um, please give me the AC. Yes. Okay, so I prefer an F5 in my room. <laughs> okay? I want my hair blowing off of my head. Yes, totally. All day long. If I'm not, like, crying because it's cold and windy in my room, we have issues. Wait, so what Wait. was the answer? I want both. Oh, both. I want freezing. I, I don't know if that's allowed. I want allowed. wind blown. Is that I want allowed? a blizzard. Sure. Oh, what? okay. I, th I thought I mean, we weren't allowed to do but both. Kevin's emotions are very strong with this, <laughs> and I'm serious? sitting beside him, so <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't I'm really just know. I'm just going <laughs> to let you have it. This is a big deal for me, mm -hmm. seriously, because, you know, when, when I go to bed, it's a, big, uh, it's a big ordeal. I need it cold. I like a cold bedroom, right, mm -hmm. with heavy blankets. Gotcha. So, I understand. So, air conditioning fan, all day long. I, if I have the air conditioner, I don't want a fan as well. So I'm a one or the other, and probably mm -hmm. air conditioner because I can set it like as not freezing as possible. Mm -hmm. So probably air conditioner because I have more control, but I certainly don't want a fan as well. George does, though. George is a fan and an air conditioner and the fan. snow. He's a fan of fans. <laughs> He's a fan He's of a fan fan. Of fan. Well, guys, this has been fan. Blah, 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 blah. This, this has been, been fanny been, time. 
It's family time. <laughs> nope. Family nope, time. It hasn't been that. Fans. <laughs> Family time. Hasn't been that. <laughs> Welcome to family chat. I'm just gonna. I'm but just he's gonna just walk walking away. off. <laughs> we've just, we've lost Buddy. But stick around. He'll be back. He's right here. We're gonna hop into our very first segment. We'll be back in just a couple seconds. Share the broadcast. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so we we can say hello to you. And we will be right back with our first segment of the day. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Lunch Plus. We have an awesome broadcast for you today. Hey, we're going to tell you what's going on today. First up for our broadcast today, we are going to be having Minute to Win It. This is going to be an awesome game. It's going to be super difficult, uh, which is going to make it even cooler. All right. <laughs> After Minute to Win It, we have a time of prayer. It's going to be powerful. After prayer, we have our accent challenge that's one thing that I'm not super excited about because I'm horrible with accents, but we're, we're going to see how it's going to go. After the accent challenge, we're going to have what's the word. It's going to be a good day. But first, we're starting off with Minute to Win It. What's up? Welcome to Minute to Win It. I'm going to shrink. Is, you're going to shrink? Yeah, right. I'm like <laughs> it's a little short now. You can pull up a chair if you want. Okay, that would probably I'll pull be up a, a little chair. bit simpler. All right, so this is, okay, so usually with the Minute to Win It games, I practice them a lot beforehand. And ask anyone in the studio, I was practicing this one for like, like 10 minutes, and I, I only succeeded once. So put in the comments, do you think anybody is going to succeed in this game today? Do you think Me. you might? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm, I have the blessing of the Lord upon my life. Ooh. I am more than a conqueror, Wait. and I am victorious. Amen. He always leads you to triumph. Sure does. So here's how this game's going to go. We have a couple red solo cups here. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to put the cup on the side of the table and attempt to, oh, good night, flip the cup onto the water bottle as so. Not whatever you're doing. I was balancing. That's not the game. I was making a game. Oh, okay. Holly said she's going to make. Is my game too boring for you that you're making up your own game? No, I was just waiting to start, so I was making a pre-game game. Oh, I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> so we have three contestants today. We have Barrett, we have Kevin, and we have Abby. I want you to put in the comments, who do you think is going to, I guess we'll, we'll ask first, who do you think is going to succeed? <laughs> or who do you think is going to win? All right. Oh, there's Pastor. He leads you to triumph, but did he lead you to play this game? Yes, oh, he did, because I was good. asked by the person leading it, and I am submitted to the leaders of different things. So he did. He led me to Lunch Plus. He led me to participate. 
I, I, I believe in the Lord. So if it happens, it's the Lord. If it doesn't, it's me. <laughs> okay, well, we're about to find out who's, who's walking in the flesh and who's walking in the spirit. I don't want to confess that. I'm just kidding. All right, yeah, could be. Here's, so we, we got the game. You have 60 seconds. And if, if you guys could help gather up the cups, we might need some help with that. But you have 60 seconds to successfully land the cup onto the water bottle. Do you think you can do it? I don't know why. I, I just do. pretend like I had my I do. Think, you do. I do. And I have fans out there. Johnny, Holly, when I win, I will dedicate the victory to you and the Lord. But the Lord first. Okay. All right. Well, on your mark, get set, go. Nice try. I, thank you. Well, that's just spinning. So you can also move the bottle all you want. It doesn't have oh, to stay there. You can well, move it as close as you need. That doesn't as help. As far as you need. All right. We're 40. You got 45 seconds left. I need oh, my goodness. This is getting violent. Oh, oh it touched the cap. That, that was the first time you've successfully touched the cap, which I'd say. Is, oh, oh, it rimmed you that got 30 one. Did you seconds. see that? You got 30 seconds left. I think... I think you have, there's a chance that you can do this. Thank you, All right, every, everyone, put some claps, clap emojis in the comments to, to cheer for Barrett. 20 seconds left. Oh my goodness. Do you guys see how many times it's hit the bottle cap? Um, a lot, but, oh! <laughs> you were robbed. I was. You were robbed. What was that? I don't know. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> Pastor says he wants me to get this so much. I did, too. <laughs> it at least landed on it, like, three times. Yeah, I saw it, like, kind of went in, but there was too much spin. That There's it too much out. momentum. Too much momentum. All right, well, Kay. get out of here. Okay, bye. I failed. <laughs> nice try. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right. I think I need to go this way. Who's next? Who wants to go next? Abby. All right. Everyone give it up for Abby. She... You're pretty confident in this, right? Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. This is sheer confidence you sheer, see upon my face. Sheer confidence. <laughs> pa Pastor just put you triumphantly learned something. Where is it? I did. All right. Well, on to our next. Okay. So did you learn anything from Barrett? No, because I was trying to pick no. up all the cups. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was like, they so were you, flying at you, me from You have the yet to triumphantly triumphantly learn something. Yes. All right. Well, are you, so what, what's going to be your strategy with this? My strategy is to win. Okay. I feel like that's the best strategy. That, that sounds like a pretty decent game. strategy. Yeah. All right. You got one minute to win it. Okay. All right. I'm ready. On your mark. Get set. Go. Oh, that first one was a pretty solid throw. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. You got the right ro rotation on there. Oh, Kevin, you're doing a really good job gathering up, by the way. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I feel like you have you have a really good power. That one was so close. You had like an extra like tenth of an inch that would have gone in. Alright, every everyone put some praise hands in the comments to cheer for, for Abby. That was close. Oh man, honestly, like if anyone's gonna get this, I feel like it'll be you. Oh, so close. You got 20 seconds left. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Barrett said probably because she's a right. Oh, so close. Oh, all right. Eight seconds left. I don't know what that one was. Five, four, three, 
two, one. Oh, all right. Dang it. So that, close. I'm not going to lie. You were very close. It had it, like one was like right here and then it bounced off. I saw that. That was very close. All right, Kevin, the whole world's waiting well on done, you. Well done, Abs. Thanks. The world has its eyes on you. I thought I would just make one attempt. All right. <laughs> Everyone, pray <laughs> real quick with us. Lord, let Kevin get it. Yes, thank you. you, you have the, <laughs> see, now you have the prayers of all the people on your side. Hallelujah. So I received that, it. That's a, that's a bonus right Come there. on. All right, everyone put pr prayer hand emojis in the comments to root for Kevin. All right, Kevin, you got confidence in this? Uh, yeah, are you, I'm are feeling you, pretty is, good. Is this your first try? Like, are you going to get it? I've never done this before. Uh, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm, I'll get it in 10. 10 shots. T 10 shots? 10 all shots. right, all right. I'm, believe, I, I'm believing for you. All right, all right, on your mark, get set, go. Oh, honestly, you're doing pretty decent. You... <laughs> All right, Kevin. You got this, Kevin. Holly said you get... Whoa, that was interesting. Oh. All right, I'm, I'm seeing the prayer emojis in there. Holly says you can do it. I, I have faith in you. You got 34 seconds left. 34 seconds. Oh, <laughs> right on the bottom. If you do that exact same thing, but but not like you did it, <laughs> I, I realized that that didn't make any sense. All right, you got 18 seconds left. Oh my goodness! All right, 10 seconds left. Come on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, what? There's so many comments in there. So many people were praying for you. <laughs> Thanks for recording me, Pastor. Do the exact same thing, but different. Like, oh my I don't know if you, if you guys saw that one, but he flipped it, and then it hit just like that. So if it would have hit like that, see, that's what I meant when I said do the exact same thing, but different. Kevin, you did a really good job. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Man, well, that was... I was really hoping someone was going to get something. You guys got to try this at home. Record yourself and send us your videos of you, of you succeeding in this Minute to Win It Challenge. Because be I'm telling you, oh, it's easy. so difficult. But all things are possible to him who believes. Which is transitioning us over into prayer. <laughs> right? Was that a good transition? I think that was a decent transition. Nice segue. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, well, now it's time for powerful mountain-moving prayer with Barrett. So we're going to just take you guys on over to Barrett. Hey, guys. Ashley Milton, I see you're on it. So good to see you. I love you. Thank y'all for joining us for prayer. God is so good and he desires his people to be in prayer with him, to be in fellowship with him. So as we take the next few minutes and pray, we're going to see the Lord move. We're going to see him just draw us into a deeper intimacy with him. And you know, Jesus actually gives us a demonstration on how to pray in, in Matthew chapter six and put that in the comments, Matthew six. I've heard so many people say, I just, I don't know how to pray. And Jesus makes it pretty simple. He lays it out for us because he's that good of a savior. But in Matthew chapter six, verse nine through 13, it says, Jesus is talking. This is red letters. And it says, pray then in this way. 
Our Father, who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your name's holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and do not lead us into temptation. Deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And so today when we pray, we're going to follow exactly how Jesus told us to pray. We're going to follow this format because if it's good enough for Jesus, then it's good enough for us. And you know, one of the things that got prayed out yesterday morning during 9 a.m. prayer by one of the youth here at the church is God wants to be found. You know, it's, it's not difficult to find God. He makes it easy for us. And so today when we pray, we're going to touch heaven. We're going to minister to the Lord because we were designed to be a praying people. We're created for this fellowship. So just join your faith with mine. We can pray together in English. If you pray in the spirit, when I pray in the spirit, you pray in the spirit. Um, just let's join our faith together. Lord, we praise you. Lord, your name is holy. You are such a good God. You're a wonderful father. Lord, you're so great. You're mighty. Your name is great. Lord, you are wonderful. You are wonderful, God. We praise you. You are a good and mighty God. We make your name great in this house. We make your name great in these workplaces. We make your name great. Lord, we praise you. Just lift up praise to him right now and tell him, Lord, you're great. Lord, you are a great God. You are a mighty God. You are a wonderful Lord. We magnify you. We bless you, God. Blessed is your name. Your name is holy. You are worthy to be praised. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. We serve you today, Lord. We worship you in spirit and in truth. Holy are you. Great is your name. Hallelujah. Your kingdom come, God. Lord, here on the earth, your kingdom come to the earth. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, right now in Jesus' name, we declare the kingdom of God is on the earth. The kingdom of God is in just say this with me. The kingdom of God is in my job. The kingdom of God is in my home. The kingdom of God lives in me. The kingdom of God goes where I go. Your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Lord, and just make this your confession. It's right in the word. Lord, your will is being done through me today. Your will is being done through me today. Your will is being done through my prayers. Your will is being done through my every word. Your will is being done through me today. And your will is kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, there's no sickness on the earth or there's no sickness in heaven, which means that we bind sickness here on the earth. Lord, there's no poverty in heaven, which means that we bind poverty here on the earth. Lord, as it is in heaven, there's fullness of joy in heaven. So there's fullness of joy here on the earth. Lord, there's fullness of joy in me. There's fullness of joy in my house. There's fullness of joy in my spouse. There's fullness of joy in my kids. There's fullness of joy when I go out of my home. There's fullness of joy wherever I am because you're there. Kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. 
Father, give us this day our daily bread. Lord, give us our daily bread. For every viewer watching, give us your daily bread of healing. Give us your daily bread of revelation. Give us your daily bread of wisdom. Give us your daily bread of rhema. Give us the daily bread that we need today. Whatever we have need of today, we receive it, Lord, because you've given it to us. We thank you, Lord. Right now we receive your daily bread. We receive it with all thankfulness. Thanks be to God. God, thank you. Thank you for healing us today. Thank you for, for providing for us today. Thank you for making us whole today. God, we praise you. We thank you. Hallelujah. And Lord, forgive us our debts because right now we're forgiving every person that has wronged us, every person that has sinned against us, every person that has hurt us, whether they know it or not, right now we forgive them. And for every person watching, choose to forgive, step into forgiveness, because as we forgive, the Lord forgives us. So Lord, we forgive every wrong that may have been done, everything that we could hold against somebody, we let it go right now. We release it by faith. We know that you are our defender and we don't need to be concerned with defending ourselves. You defend us. So we just drop every weight. We drop every care. Say that with me, say, I drop every care. I drop every offense. I drop everything that's been done to me wrong. I drop needing to defend myself and I choose to forgive. I choose to step into forgiveness. I choose to not be offended. I choose to live not by my emotions, but by the spirit of God. And father right now, make this yours. Lord, I ask for you to forgive me for everything that I have missed along the way, whether I know it or not. Forgive me, God, forgive me, help me. Help my eyes to see more clearly than they've ever seen before. Help me to discern things more clearly than I've ever discerned them before. Help me to be the fullness of who I'm called to be by faith in Jesus name. And Lord, do not lead us into temptation. God, lead us away from temptations. Lead us away. Lord, let our ears be quick to hear the leading of our God. Let our eyes be quick to see the clear path that you have made for us and avoid every crooked path. Lord, thank you that you make every crooked pathway straight. God, we thank you that you lead us away from temptation. And Lord, in Jesus name, we thank you that today you're delivering your people from evil. God, thank you that every person watching, they are delivered from evil. They are delivered from evil. Every trap that was set, they're delivered from it. Every evil thing that was laid up for them, they're delivered in Jesus mighty name. Because Lord, yours is the kingdom. God, yours is the kingdom. You are our Lord. You're our Lord of the kingdom. Yours is the power. God, any power that we may see flow through us, it's you. Any good gift that we have, it comes from you. God, may you get the glory in everything we do, in every healing that takes place through this broadcast, God, it's you. Every salvation that happens, it's you. Every cleared mind, it's you. The peace of God flooding homes right now, that's you. God, yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory. It's you. In you, we live and move and have our being. We find who we are in you. 
You're a good God and we worship you and praise you. Hallelujah. God, you're so good. And Father, today, as we make this confession, our first two confessions, let's do confession number one and number two. We know, God, that you hear us. Your ears are quick to hear us. Confession number one, we walk, join your voice with mine. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. And confession number two, we are out of debt and we carry a debt canceling anointing and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. God, this is part of our daily bread. You've already made these things possible for us. You've already opened those doors. You've already done it. Help us to see how we can receive these things. Help us to be in faith. Help us to not waver. Help us to not grow weary. Strengthen your people today. Strengthen them to the fullness of who they're called to be. And we praise you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this time of prayer. And now we are hopping over to our brand new segment, the Accent Challenge. Who is going to have the best accent? Find out right now. Oh, where to go? Because I'm only here for a second. I'm going <laughs> to pop. Can you hear us? Are we unmuted? Okay. So if you couldn't hear us, I'm going to back up. So we are doing a brand new segment called the Accent Challenge, and here is how it works. Buddy, Kevin, and Abigail are all kind of dressed like pirates. Why? You'll find out because they are going to have to do some accents as pirates. On these pieces of paper, there is an accent written upon it. Buddy, Abby, and Kevin each have to pick an accent, and then they are going to have to speak in that accent. They don't know which accent they have. Buddy is being a good team sport, and he's not helping himself get the one that he wants. What I want. Amen. We're going to just throw him over there. <laughs> and when they find out which accent they have, they are going to have to perform a VeggieTales song. Which VeggieTales song? Guess right now in the comments based on the context. But Abby, would you like to draw first for which accent you get? I would love to draw first for which <laughs> accent the one I, that get. I want. I will hopefully grab the one that Buddy wants. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, Kevin, would you like to go? I would like to go. Thank you so much. And then Basitri. Oh, that was a really good clue if, if you weren't sure. Okay, open them up. Okay. Oh, no. Gah! I'm playing the song like three times. <gasps> Kevin got the one he did not want. I got the one that I wasn't supposed to get. <laughs> so, Abby, what accent did you get? I got Southern. You got Southern. Buddy? Bostonian? I didn't even know that was a word. <gasps> Is that a word? <laughs> Is that a word? Yeah, that's what they're called. Bostonian? Bostonians? Mm -hmm. And then Kevin People got... from Boston. British. Now, I will allow British. for a few seconds of switching the accents around if you would prefer. You have three seconds to decide if you're going to stick with what you've got. Who's, three. Who's confident with Boston? Two. Because I'm not. 
I'm not. Clearly, Holy One. Ghost wants me to do British. I'm doing British. <laughs> I don't even know how Boston, like. Eh. You did it good just a second ago. Well, Better than I, I All can. I can say is Boston and cockies. <laughs> That's all I can say. That'll work. Because of commercials. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll <laughs> That's move. what I was, I okay. didn't know if that was a good reference or not. So, here's the song. They are going to have to perform We Are the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything from Veggie Tales in their accents. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Who do you think is going to be able to do the best accent? Abby with a really deep southern accent? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> you grew up in the south, so you should be able to come But up on cue, I don't know if I can. It just comes out naturally when I don't want it to. You can do it. Kevin with a British accent I've or Buddy with a Boston accent. I've only heard a Boston accent once. Like real, a real one once. And then you got that like commercial where they're talking about cars and stuff. You're going to do great. Uh, I believe in you. You're going to get, I guarantee you, you're going to get some kind of weird plethora of different <laughs> accents as I'm trying to figure out which one of them is Boston. I, I just would like to say that. You're not going to get a Boston accent from me. Okay, are you guys ready? No. I need, I feel like I need to All right, we got our lyrics here. We can do it. Okay. Mr. Kevin, will you hit play? All right, you guys ready? Here we go. Nope. One, ready. two, three. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Larry. The part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a silly song. Joining Larry are Pa Grape, Mr. Lunt, who together make up the infamous gang of scallywags, the pirates who don't do anything. We are the pirates who don't do anything. We just stay at home and lay around. And if you ask us to do anything, we will tell you we don't do anything. Well, I've never been to Greenland, and I've never been to Denver, and I've never been to Trenton, St. Louis, St. Paul. Never been to Moscow, and I've never been to Tampa. I've never been to Boston in the fall. We are the pirates who don't do anything. We just stay at home and lie around. And the guys do us to do anything. I've got that part. We don't, don't do anything in Boston. And I've never hoist the mainstay, and I've never swabbed the poop deck, and I've never veered the starboard because I never sail at all. I've never walked the gangplank, and I've never owned a parrot. I've never been to Boston in the fall. Pirates, <laughs> we don't do anything. We just stay at home and lie around. And if you ask us to do anything, we'll just tell you. We, we don't, don't do, do anything. anything. <laughs> oh, I got it, I got it. And we have never plucked rooster and I too, too good at ping pong. <laughs> I've never thrown a mesh taste against the wall. And I've never kissed a chipmunk and I've never gotten head lice. I've never been to Boston in the fall. Huh? What are you talking about? Oh. What does a rooster and mashed potatoes have to do with being a pirate? <laughs> hey, that's right. <laughs> We're supposed to talk about piratey things. And who's ever kissed a chipmunk? That's just nonsense. Why even bring it up? Am I right? What do you think? I think you look like Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, I don't. Do too. Do not. <laughs> You're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're walking the plank. 
says who? Says the captain. Oh, yeah? Aye, aye, Captain Crunch. Arr! I never licked a spark plug. Oops, we're on my head. And I never sniffed a snake bug, and I've never painted daisies on a big red ball. <laughs> and I've never bathed in yogurt, and I don't look good at like we've never been to Boston, Boston in a wall. That was awesome. This is awful. my new favorite thing. <laughs> I didn't catch the accent till like almost through. Uh, the only thing that I said right was Boston in the fall. <laughs> Everything else was British. Just some weird thing. Put in the comments right fun. now who you think did the best accent, Abby, Kevin, or Buddy. And did you like this? Would you like to see this again? Put it a thumbs up if you would like to see these accents <laughs> happen once more. I really wanted to get the British accent so I could say poop dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get what I wanted. <laughs> but you but you just got to say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joni says, in Kevin's defense, most British people sound American while singing. Priscilla uh, says you. that she'll have to give it to Buddy. Julie also said, great job, Buddy. Hey. I, Joni says, so good. We've got a fan of the accent yep. challenge. I don't think you can see me. We will be back again. We'll do the segment once more. Yeah. Not today. We'll do it again. Um, I think it's awesome. But right now we're going to hop over to What's the Word. So if you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast. It's going to be such a great one. And we'll see you back in just a couple seconds. I think that was one of my favorite segments that's happened <laughs> thus far. I kind of feel like I'm going to end up talking in an accent still, like, during an accident. <laughs> I was really hoping that Buddy would get Bostonian. So I'm, or no, Southern. I really wanted him to get Southern because he said that his Southern accent's really bad. So I thought that would be really fun. Yeah. Being Southern, I still couldn't do it until, like, I had to practice my Southern accent. I enjoyed your end. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> it's here. It was pretty great. Oh, that was so good. Well, guys, we just thank you so much for being on. Take time right now. Share the broadcast because we are going to have a great episode ahead of you. It's already been a great episode. But if you haven't shared yet, make sure that you go ahead and do that. We have been... In a, <laughs> we've been in a series called The Man Who Would Be King, and today we are going to, we're not going to go any further in the scripture, like we're not going to go past where pastor ended, but we are going to be talking about the man who would be king, so go ahead, share it, and we're going to dive in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But before we do, you graduated youth yesterday. I did, officially, yep. Officially. It was exciting, and I I kind of forgot. We had, like, I had graduated a couple weeks ago, yeah. but not in front of the church, and I didn't know it was going to happen yesterday, and that was fun. 
She had it sprung on her, and she did so good. It was something. <laughs> It was good. She did good. Abby, if you, I know Abby's been on a couple times, and if you follow Truth Talk, you've seen Abby on there too, but Abby has recently graduated out of youth. She is walking in the power of God. She is seeing people minister to through her at her school. She's just been such a shining light, and the Lord is really moving in her, and I'm just super stoked that she's on Today, I'm excited you're here because I think we've talked about this before. Abby, when I started here at the church when I came and I was overseeing the youth, Abby was my first youth here, but she was also my only youth for a long time. And we have in many ways grown up in the word together. And so it's just, it's really cool that you're here and I love you. Yeah, I love you too. I'm excited. You're welcome. I made her cry yesterday, so I'm not going to make did. her cry on a broadcast today. I appreciate it. Amen. Okay. Once is enough. <laughs> Once is enough. It's fine. <laughs> but so today what we're going to be talking about is? The man who would be king. Well, duh. But, <laughs> but taking our thoughts captive. Amen. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. talking about, you know, last week, Pastor talked a lot about 2 Samuel 11, talking about David and Bathsheba, and he talked on this too, but... You know, this morning, what just kept sticking out to me was how had David taken his thoughts and his feelings captive, right? he would have skipped all the junk (laughs) that was in chapter 11 and chapter 12. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All of it. And it was, it affected his life more than just two chapters. Yeah, for sure. It was his whole life and honestly, the rest of forever yeah 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 then like Solomon came out of that but I like how the Lord turned it for good and turned Solomon into who he about said who he is today who he is today who he was back then (laughs) (laughs) but no like taking thoughts captive is such a huge thing and I think it's really easy to like skip over that you know it's it's super easy to just think, well, you know, he made, he messed up. He had a great big, I was going to make it sound like Humpty Dumpty. He had a great fall. He (laughs) fell off the wall. (laughs) Like, but legitimately, this is something that destroys Christians now. Right, right. And if people don't take their thoughts and their emotions captive, it may not be Bathsheba, but it could be, it could be something else in your life that entirely derails or at least starts to derail the plan of God. And I know you and I have talked about this a lot. Mm -hmm. And so what are things that you've learned about, like why at right now, Abby's Mm -hmm. 18, she's going to be graduating college this year with her associates. Like you're in a different kind of age demographic. What have you seen um, in your life about why it's important to do this? Um, I, I think people just as we've, as the years have gone by, people have just stopped taking their thoughts captive as much yeah. as they used to. So now as generations and generations have come and gone, yeah. I feel like at this point, we, most people don't take their thoughts captive and they don't know how much it actually affects. Yeah. Because, like, I know in growing up, I've, I've been trained to take my thoughts captive. And so, not that I do it, per- not that I have done it perfectly every time, 
but I have a knowledge of when this thought comes up, you know, you're supposed to put it down. Don't live by your feelings. Yeah. Um, do what you know is right, despite what you may be feeling. And that's something that as I've just been like observing people of my own age and people younger and older, they don't seem, they haven't seen, a lot of them haven't seemed to know that. Yeah. And to know that, like, if I say, like, well, just, that's, just ignore that thought. You know, it's not, it's not true that you're like, okay. Because yeah. thoughts have become, and emotions have become so true, and they're fact. Yeah. Emotions have become more fact than the actual truth. Yeah. And I don't think people have realized, I mean, I don't think I have even fully realized how much it is just the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Feelings, a lot of times, you know, we, we say something here at the church about how a fact may be factual, but truth is higher than fact. Exactly. And so a lot of times our feelings may be a fact, you know, like yeah. David's looking at Bathsheba and he's like, mm, she's a good looking girl. <laughs> like, yeah. She's cute. And so that may have been a fact, but the truth right. was he had no reason to look at her. Right. Like there was no reason for him to be looking. And so right. had he understood the difference between a fact and the truth, that would have, mm -hmm. that would have helped. But something I'd, I'd love to hear what you, like at what you've learned, because you know, what, one thing that I really value about Abby is Abby has been trained in the things of God since she's been born. Like she's, Abby is pastor's daughter. And so she's been trained in a way that I wasn't. Like she's been raised in this forever. So it wasn't until I moved to North Carolina seven years ago that I even heard this taught, but you've grown up in this, is mm -hmm. a lot of times, not a lot of times, it's... <laughs> We have a three-part being. Right. Which are what? The soul, the spirit, and the flesh. Yes. The soul, the spirit, and the flesh. And the soul part of you is your mind, your will, and your emotions. <laughs> and so many people think your emotions are your spirit. Like everything you feel, oh, that must be the spirit of God. Like I feel the Holy Ghost goosebumps right now. And so Holy Spirit must be here because I'm getting goosebumps. Well, it could be that you're cold. So <laughs> it could be a whole bunch of stuff. But you know, we're a three-part being. We're created yeah. in the image and likeness of God. So we are a spirit. We are a spirit being. We have a soul. Mm -hmm. So we have a mind, we have a will, and we have emotions, and we're a flesh. And right. so often, you know, our flesh is always going to be at war with our spirit. Our spirit is going after God. Mm -hmm. if, if we're born again, our spirit's going after God. So one over here. Our flesh is corrupted and is going after the world and its corruption. So yeah. it's the spirit's pulling us this way. Flesh is pulling us this way. The difference maker is the mind, you know, two on right. one is always going to win. So if our mind is focused on the spirit, we are mm -hmm. going to go in the direction that God wants us to. But if our mind is focused on the flesh, it's going to pull us more over here. Yeah. So David, or yeah, David's mind in that moment with Bathsheba, right. his mind was focused on the flesh and what the flesh wanted. His emotions. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And that because he didn't 
recharge his mind to the truth of God, mm -hmm. he got pulled. Yeah. And it's not, we're not saying everyone needs to be robots and no emotions if you are perfect. Um, but, because that's something I've wondered, like, as I've been learning, I've been, I've asked my dad, I'm like, all right, should I have emotions or no? <laughs> should I be a robot? And he's like, no. I've told your dad, like, I would, I would really like it if God would just remove them from me. That would be great. I've <laughs> thought that. I, for sure. I have thought that. Um, but we're not saying that emotions, like, you just shouldn't have them. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. But you shouldn't be led by them. For sure. Emotions, like, it's, it's good to be joyful. And there's, there's a time for mourning. There's a time for joy. There's, I mean, it says all of that and in the word, but it's, it's good to not be led by emotion. Yeah. And we can see that all throughout David's, yeah. um, David's life. I, I think of the, well, just kidding, I don't think we've gotten there yet. Um, there's a later point, I think, when he's led by his emotions again, and it's understandable. Mm -hmm. It's completely understandable. Um, he was mourning. And it was the wrong time to be mourning yeah. because he was led by his emotions. Yeah. And even though it made sense, yeah. he, it was a moment where he led, he, he leaned more, yep. I said led, he leaned <laughs> more towards his emotions instead of, even though there were emotions, listening to what the Spirit of God said. And yeah. even though it fleshly made perfect sense for him to be mourning. It yeah. wasn't the right time and it caused problems. Yeah. Well, and the word tells us that it's our job to transform our mind. Right. You know, so many people just assume that God's going to, the pastor said the other week that God's going to zap them and they're perfect yeah. or zap them and there's the power of God. But there's a lot that he's left up to us to do. Like we're right. partners with him. You know, it's he didn't have to choose Adam to name the animals, but God mm -hmm. loves partnering with his people. Yeah. Like it pleases him. And so he's given us authority. And so in Romans yeah. chapter 12, verse two, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but mm -hmm. be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Yeah. So the will of God is good and it's acceptable and it's perfect, which means mm -hmm. our feelings, if they're God feelings, it's going to be good and acceptable and perfect. And there's a time like for righteous anger, God, like Jesus yeah. got angry and like got flipped the money changers table over and stuff. Yeah. He had moments, but when we're led by emotions, it's like roller coaster of doom <laughs> like you'll fall out and get hurt at the carnival yep. rides like it'll it'll stink <laughs> yeah yep but it's our job to transform our mind like yeah. that's our responsibility mm -hmm. and it's not something that's been normal no it's the world will teach you that normal is you have emotions so you go with it and your teenage years especially are what a roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> in all in all it's crazy yeah um and then most people just live their lives and what's normal to the world is roller coaster i have good days bad days and sometimes the bad days are a bit longer than the yeah. good days and 
but what he's saying is it's not normal to the world to do this, but we're not called yeah. to live by the normal of the world. Yeah. We're called to live by God's normal. And if, but the thing is, the hope in it is, if he's asked you to do it, he's given you the ability to do it. Yeah. So as hard as it may feel sometimes when you're just really upset at someone, and I don't know how to not be upset in this moment, God's given you the strength to do it because yeah. he wouldn't ask you to if you can't. If it's physically, how, how wrong is it for me to ask like my little brother Luke to do something I know he can't do and then right. get upset when he can't do it? Right. It's the same thing with us. God's not going to ask us to do something we can't do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, you know, as you're talking, you know, there may be something that you ask Luke to do that he can't do on his own. But right. if he comes to you, you can help him do it. Right. And it pleases the father with stuff like that. Because if if we right. can do it on our own, who's getting the glory from it? Yeah. If I can do something by myself, well, good job, Barrett. But if I need to depend on the Lord, then none of it goes to my glory. It's all the glory of God. Yeah. And it's the same way with this stuff too. Like God's going to empower us to do what he's asking us to do yeah. with his strength. Like we don't even need to make up our own strength to do this. Mm -hmm. We just need to choose. I'm going to draw on the strength of God. I'm going to do what the Lord right. says to do. And he's going to equip us to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Amen. <laughs> but Amen. you know, one out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. You know, what we think on, it's going to be what comes out of us. You know, if I'm thinking, this is not any of the scriptures, so we're just going to have real, real chat right now. You know, one of the things I've, I've overcome in my life is um, a spirit of depression. Like there were years years of my life where depression mm -hmm. ate me alive and I was the enemy kept me in in that place but what was I thinking on you know I wasn't thinking on the promises of God I yeah. wasn't thinking about what the word says I wasn't thinking about truth I was thinking on what felt good to my flesh like yeah feeling sad and then listening to super sad music. Oh, the tears, they help the pain. <laughs> like I just cry in the shower like a crazy person. Like, uh, it's so beautiful. So, like whatever. It's a, it was a bunch of garbage. Like I just yeah. lived in perpetual sadness and nobody knew because I would just fake being happy. Like nobody knew. I would just put on a really good show. But what I was thinking on was, man, Barrett, you suck. Like you're stupid. You're ugly. No one likes you. Like you're the worst. You're yeah. why bother living to the point where I tried to kill myself. Like that's fact. I tried to do that because I didn't see the point of being alive. Praise God in his mercy. He protected me from myself. But the difference maker was when I changed what I was thinking about, because it yeah. doesn't start with a great big thought. It's the small foxes that spoil the vine. So the small foxes get in there and it's, it's a little comment. You know, I, yeah. I, it's a comment like I would try to, uh, I'm the worship leader here at the church at this point in time. And I remember years and years and years ago, a person very close to me told me, Barrett, you can't sing at all. Stop it. And that small fox, I let it in. I thought on it. I thought mm -hmm. on it. And then I'd hear somebody say, Barrett is ugly. And I'd think on it and I'd think on it. 
And I, I wouldn't take the thought captive. I planted that thing inside of me. Or right. I'd hear, Barrett, you're stupid. You need better grades. And I'd think on it. And I'd think on it. And all right. these thoughts would just become seeds. And what, what's a seed called to do? Produce. Right. So seeds can be good or they can be bad. So as I'm listening to these seeds of bad, all of a sudden, what's coming up in me? Bad emotions, bad spiritual stuff to the point that all of a sudden mm -hmm. the, the soil inside of me is corrupted. Like yeah. I'm, and I'm saved at this point in time. Like I've asked Jesus to be my savior and this is how I lived. And I just lived in a state where the enemy just kept me suppressed because I was not taking control of my thoughts. But yeah. then one day the Lord got a hold of my mind and he had me just start thinking a good thought. He had me mm -hmm. start thinking on things worthy of praise. And it wasn't all at once. It was little by little. Mm -hmm. But that little by little, the Lord started taking an inch, an inch, and then another inch, then another inch, then another yeah. inch. And all of a sudden, the Lord, the blessing of the Lord is uprooting seeds of garbage. It's mm -hmm. flushing out that crap. But it happened when I transformed my mind. The Lord will deliver you from a spirit of depression. The Lord will yeah. deliver you from a spirit of, of bondage, of addiction, of hating yourself. He'll deliver you from feeling constantly left out, from feeling constantly bound up. He'll deliver you from it, but you've got to play your part. Right. He'll empower you to do it, but there's a responsibility that you have. And when you partner with the strength of God that created the universe, there's nothing that can stop you. Right. Amen. <laughs> well, <laughs> glad of that. Hope that helped. Legitimately, though. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's what the enemy wants to do. Look at all of this stuff that's happening in the world. You turn, buddy, I don't know if you know the quote offhand. If you don't, will you find it and put it in the comments that Bill Johnson made at, um, about what you're focusing on? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Like what you're focusing on will come out. No, I'll find it and I'll put it, I'll put it in somewhere. Basically, like if I'll give it in context and I, I think buddy will know which one it is, but basically if you're focusing, if all you're putting in is junk, you're, you're responsible for what, what comes out of you. So like, yeah. look at the world, like what are people that, you know, what are they focused on right now? All the <laughs> mess, yeah. everything, all the death and sickness. And yeah. All Corona stuff, mail in everything, corruption at every turn, pedophilia, like all this perversion, all this sexual junk. You turn yeah. on the TV and you find it like it's garbage, 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 yeah. garbage, garbage. And that's what the enemy wants to do is he wants to keep you in a place where you're scared. He wants yeah. to keep you in a place where you feel left out. Right. He wants to keep you bound up because if he can keep you there, he can control you. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of insecurity when you were younger and fear and different things. How did the mm -hmm. Lord help you break out of that? Um, by just realizing who he has called me to be. He's not called me to be scared or anxious about everything, but he's, he has a purpose for me. Yeah. And basically getting out of my mind and realizing I can't fulfill what he's called me to do and help the people he's called me to help if I'm stuck in this bubble of yeah. 
anxiety and fear and shyness. Yeah. Um, and so, Buddy got the quote up right now. Yeah. Um, it says, if your input from mainstream media is greater than your input from the word of God, your discouragement is self-inflicted. Yeah. That's, amen. That's, yeah. You can't get more clear than that. Yeah, the input from the word of God has got to be higher. It's got to be yeah. higher than even your than even thoughts. You know, Kenneth Hagin, mm -hmm. he's talked a lot about how thoughts are like birds. And you can have yeah. beautiful birds. Like you yeah. can have hummingbirds and doves, and they can be great. And then you can have like nasty vultures and like buzzards and yeah. like nasty stuff. And, you know, you're not responsible for birds that fly over the top of your head. Thoughts right. are like birds. Like they may be flying, but you're responsible for if you let them make a nest in your hair. It's like a bird can fly up over you. But if you just sit there and let a bird nest in your head, that's your mm -hmm. fault. Like, that's my fault. So I can, con I may not, not every thought comes from you. The enemy will try to plant thoughts. Yeah. But we control. Like, it's, yeah. will, will you read 2 Corinthians 10? Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you. 2 Corinthians 10, 5, um, yeah. Uh, yes, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, and 6. Amen. Amen. But it's, <laughs> Buddy thought I said Kevin Bacon and not Kevin Kenneth Hagen. That's awesome. <laughs> um, no, like it's, thoughts are huge and they may come. We may see them and we may have a thought. God doesn't judge us by if a thought comes through our mind. He judges us with what we do with it. Like, that's yeah. what determines whether a seed gets planted or not. Yeah, that has helped me a lot because I'm a very visual person. So just learning that, that has helped a lot because I would get in, I would be in this continuous cycle of, all right, I'm free and I know who God has called me to be and I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be that person. And then a thought would come by that wasn't mine, but because yeah. it had gone into my head, I thought it was mine. Yeah. And I would have gotten a condemnation for having that thought. And, yeah. and then I would like get shy again, and I'm not worthy to do what God's called me to do. And he's going to have to pick someone else. And then it, it would get in this slump. And then it'd take, I mean, it'd take months sometimes to yeah. get back out and be like, I am the righteousness of Christ. And then it'd go <laughs> back. And it was crazy. So that yeah. helps a ton. So I hope, I hope y'all got that. Yeah. But 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5 through 6 says, We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I think I just meant five, not six. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just five. Yeah. No. Will you read it one more time? Yeah. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Yeah. You know, it says destroying speculations. Yeah. So many times that's what it is, is people are speculating, they're guessing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just observing from the outside of what a situation looks like. Right. You know, I know I've done that where I've, I've felt left out of different things. And it's a speculation I'm making mm -hmm. on, well, this doesn't look like it's going to work out in my favor. So a thought would come in and I wouldn't take it captive. I'd run, I'd run with it. 
And it says, and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. Anything that's not the Lord, if it's raised up against it and it's not God, if it's a speculation that's not based on the truth, it has no right to be there. It says yeah. we're destroying those things. Right. That's you. We're destroying those things that would be raised up against Christ. You have that power within you right now. It doesn't say... Jesus is destroying speculation. It doesn't say Holy Spirit is destroying speculation. It says we, we. That's exactly what Abby was saying. If he said that we can do it, we can do it. Yeah. I think and just as you were speaking, um, it came to me the, I think the key that has helped me the most in taking my thoughts captive was something that, wasn't too long ago, but as my parents were talking to me, because I, I got into, um, like last year, I got into a spurt where I was not thinking uh, right. Yeah. Like I was not taking my thoughts captive. And Who it, does that? Oh, I don't what? know. It was, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wasn't, though. And it not only was affecting me and my entire life and everything I did, but people around me, you, everyone could see it. I wasn't yeah. the same Abby that I normally was and that I was called to be. And it was just little things here yeah. and there that built up, little things that I wouldn't take captive yeah. when I should have. And well, it's just a thought and I'd think on it and all of a sudden it was affecting me, which led to another thought, which was affecting and pulling yeah. down even more. Um, but the thing that they told me that I think has freed me the most and kept me above that, above just falling into yeah. that trap, has been just trusting God. Mm -hmm. Because once we truly realize that He will work together everything yeah. for good to those who love Him, there's no reason to be afraid yeah. at all. Like... No matter what you face in your life, yeah. good or bad that it may seem, he has everything work together for good yeah. if you love him. So you just focus on loving the Lord, going after him. Yeah. And he has got your life taken care of. Yeah. You focus on him doing, being led by his spirit and he has got everything worked out. We also, talking about working everything out and good things, we also hit our first 100 comments of the day. Sure did. That was my nanny. Jan! Miss Jan, so, you're a 100th yep. commenter. Great job. You're going to get a gift card from us because we love you. Yep. But no, it's, I think, right along that same line, when I first got here yeah. talking with your dad about this, this is, like, I, I used to battle this. Like, I used to mm -hmm. struggle with that. Um before I knew I didn't have to struggle. I used to. Yeah. And, you know, something that your parents have told me that pastors have said is if it's not God, you don't have to take it. Like yeah. if it's not from God, you don't have to take it. You don't have to hold on to it. And so many people, me for years, would just take everything that life threw my way, yeah. thinking I needed to take it, thinking I needed to deal with it, thinking I needed to think on it. But if it's not good, it's not from God and it's not for you. 
Yeah. Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., one years ago, a visual that he gave that I always stuck with me. I taught it to the youth for years. Think of a piece of paper, divide that piece of paper in half. On the left side, that's the good column. Put Jesus in there. (laughs) On the right side, bad. That's where the devil goes. It's black and white. Like, God is good, the devil's bad. The end. If the fruit is bad, it comes from the devil. If the thought is bad, it comes from the devil. If the emotions are bad, they come from the devil. If the thought is good, it comes from God. If the feelings are good, they come from God. Not fleshly feelings. I'm not saying live by your flesh. But if it's a right feeling, it comes from God. And when you start gauging yourself that way, like what's the root of this? Trace things back. Find out what the root is. Trace Mm -hmm. things back to the origin. That's something I do all of the time is think back. Why did I start to feel this way? When did I start to feel this way? Why did I start to think this? What caused me to start thinking this? And if the root isn't Jesus, If Jesus didn't cause you to think those things, if it's not something worthy of praise, if it didn't come from him, cut the thing off. Yeah. Stop thinking on those things because you're not called to, you're not designed to think those thoughts. God did not make you to think those thoughts. I don't know as though I've ever thought on that before. God did not design me to think bad thoughts. Right. God did not design, put that in the comments right now. God did not design me to think bad thoughts. God, mm-hmm. say it this way. God designed me to think God thoughts. Yeah. God, say that. God designed me to think God thoughts. Yeah. That's who you're designed to think like is mm-hmm. him. And how does he think? Perfect. Perfectly. Good. <laughs> Goodly. Goodly. Gooder. Goodly. Goodest. Good. Good, good, good. You know, he thinks this is how the Lord thinks. And Philippians 4, 8, will you read them? Mm -hmm. Philippians 4, 8. You know, there was one time last, I think it was last year, I was driving down the road and I had this revelation, like I didn't have the revelation. The Lord helped me to see things that are him. But I'm driving down the road and the Lord starts talking to me and he asks me, he's like, how do I think about you? And I'm like, yeah. Well, that's a scary thought. Like, <laughs> uh, I hope good. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what do I think about? Like, what do I think on? And the verse that Abby's about to read immediately popped up to me. And I was like, well, you think that, will you read it? Mm-hmm. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, Repute. Repute. If there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So we're driving on the road and he's asking me how he thinks. I'm like, well, you mm-hmm. think on things worthy of praise. You think on things good and lovely and of good reputation. Yeah. And he, he's like, well, do I think about you? I'm like, yeah. Like your, your word tells me that you have create, you know, the plans you have for me. Like you had to think through, you had to think up plans for me. So yeah, you, you think about me and he's like, I only think about Philippians four, eight. So if I'm thinking about you, it's because I'm seeing you like Philippians four, eight. When God thinks about you, he thinks that you're lovely. 
He thinks that you're pure. He thinks that you're good. He thinks that you have a good reputation. He thinks that you're worthy of praise. Because if you are in Christ, you're washed by the blood. You are mm -hmm. redeemed. You're made righteous. You're made pure. You're made wonderful. You're given right standing. You're sanctified. You're, you're every good and perfect thing. It's yours. Mm -hmm. Why on earth would we think less of ourselves if the Lord has decided that this is who we are? There's no reason to. When he looks at our life, this is what he sees. He sees our life covered in goodness. He sees our life covered in purity. He sees our life as honorable. He sees our life full of, of goodness. Pastor says that he has no plans for calamity. So yeah. when he's thinking of the plans that he has created for our life, no plans are bad. All plans are good. So do exactly what Abby was just saying. Trust him. Trust him because his plans will not destroy you. Yup. 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 Amen. You want to pray for the people? I would love to pray for the people. Pray for the people. <laughs> Pastor says, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. Yep. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, just join your faith with us. We're going to pray that your eyes would be opened, that you would see the hope of your calling, that you would understand the Lord's love for you, and that God will empower you with a strength to not live by feelings, not live by emotions, but to take every thought captive. Yeah. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you that you have given us the strength to do all of this. Thank yeah. you for opening our hearts to receive all that you've spoken today. Yeah. And thank you that we see your truth. Yes. Thank you that we are led by your spirit, mm -hmm. not by our feelings, not by the world, but we are only led by you. Yeah. Thank you that we have 100% full trust in you. Yes. Nothing can take away our faith. Nothing can get us out of your joy. We live joyful, yes. peaceful yes. lives because we constantly look at you. Yes. We are led by your spirit. Yes. We are not led by our flesh. And thank you that even when we feel like we may not be able to put down the flesh. Thank you that we lean on you. Yes. And through you, we can do all things. Yes. We love you and praise you and thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's how Abby says amen. 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 Now we're going to hop over into our time of giving. We always want to give you an opportunity to sow, not for us, but for you, because yeah. we want the Lord to bless you. Do you have anything on your heart for offering? I didn't ask you ahead of time. Amen. Yeah, I actually, as we were talking, I almost started. I'm like, oh, well, I'll save this for the offer. <laughs> um, but part of trusting 100% in the Lord is being led by his spirit when he tells us to do things. Yeah. And he will tell you to sow. Yeah. We can't, the kingdom of God is based upon sowing and reaping. Yeah. So he's not we can't live our lives and you, we can't be led by his spirit and never hear him say so. Yeah. He's going to lead us to sow. And when we do that led by his spirit, it will come in 
perfect timing with what we need. Yeah. And I just think, like, I've had so many, um, just already as I've started, like, I've started having bills to pay over the past, like, year or two, uh, not long. And I have so many testimonies just personally yeah. within that that I can't even remember them all. Yeah. Um, but literally just these past couple weeks, I've, um, I've been, like, not working for several weeks. I wasn't working, not getting paid or anything. And then the Lord, uh, against all earthly logic, told me to sow a seed that was much bigger than it looked like my wallet could afford. And, but I did it because yeah. I focused my thoughts on what we were talking about today. Yeah. I trust 100% in the Lord more than I trust my own financial understanding. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> and so I sowed that seed uh, quickly. Yeah. And within a matter of days, yeah. I got called into work like called to work multiple times. Yeah. I got all that I needed to pay my bills and more and then just got called to work a lot more. And it's all just because I was obedient. Yeah. It wasn't I wasn't fearful and dear Lord, this is a lot of money. Yeah. Um for me. This is a lot of money. But focusing thoughts on and this isn't tooting yeah. my own horn. It's tooting God's horn. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that came out Does right. Does that mean that God has shofars? Like, <laughs> a, Did you just endor endorse shofars? I think I don't that's know. what happened. Maybe the little plastic ones we got off of Amazon. <laughs> Those are cute. <laughs> um, but just because he's faithful. Yeah. He, he's so faithful. And when we put our full trust in him, when we don't... Yeah even open the door for thoughts of distrust and for thoughts of anxiety yeah. and fear to come in about finances or anything. Yeah. When we just completely put it in God's hands, cast every care upon the Lord, yeah. He cares for you. Yeah. And He has everything taken care of. Yeah. And I, since doing that, from the very beginning with my finances, there has not been a single, a single time that I have wanted for anything. Glory to God. At all. And that's, that's pretty easy. Like, I have not, it's just not worrying, just trusting in the Lord. So yeah. when he tells you to sow, don't sow when he tells you not to yeah. sow. Um, you can definitely do too much just out of compulsion. Um, and just do what he says and it's pretty simple yeah you know the verse the pastor put in earlier it said it was jeremiah twenty nine eleven. yeah and it says for i know the plans that i have for you declares the lord plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope so mm -hmm. that word welfare welfare means health happiness and fortunes of a person or a group Fortunes, fortunes. That's what the worldly definition of welfare, of welfare is. Yeah. You know, God's plans for you are for good. They're for good things. And, you know, if we are giving, hang on one sec. I want to look up what it is in the, uh, 
that's not 2911, that's 2919. Plans for peace, you know, plans for peace and not for evil. You know, if God is calling you to give, exactly what Abby just said, the spirit of the Lord needs to be leading you. Well, Mm -hmm. if he's leading you, where is he leading you? To triumph. If he's leading your giving, then he's leading you to a place of triumph. God knows the plans that he has for you. His plans for you are never for evil. They're for good. They're for perfect. They're for purity. They're for hope. He would never call you to give everything you have if he was then going to leave you in a place where you were broke, busted, and disgusted. That's not who our God is. Our God is a God where the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. God's plans for your finances are to prosper. God's plans for your finances are for hope. God's plans for your finances are for victory. They're to give you welfare. Welfare. You will fare well. Your finances will fare well. That's Mm -hmm. what God has designed your finances to do. So when you just trust him, when you just relax in him, God will lead you As a person, he'll lead your finances, he'll lead your mind, he'll lead your emotions to a place where you fare well. And today, for every Mm -hmm. person who's sowing, you're faring well today. Your finances, they're turning to a place of victory today because the Spirit of the Lord has led you to sow. And if he's led you to sow, then he's leading your finances to a place where they're going to harvest. And he's going to take that harvest and he's going to multiply it. That's who, this is who our God is. It's the mm-hmm. character and nature of the Lord. He's the multiplier. He's yeah. the get, like he's the one that brings the increase. That's who our God is and who we get to serve today. Mm-hmm. So Father, for every person who's sown, we ask yeah. right now in the name of Jesus. We ask for that person's life to fare well. We mm-hmm. ask, Lord, that their finances fare well. We ask for there to be the blessing on their home in their finances, God. Let surprise blessings come their way this week. Lord, we ask for a quick harvest off of the seed sown today. We ask that it be pressed down, shaken together, running over. Goodness and mercy follows them, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you that your plans are for good, for future, for hope, for joy. That's your plans. Lord, let there be laughter. Where there has been mourning in finances before, let it be turned into laughter this week based off the seed sown today. Let mourning turn to joy. Let mourning turn to joy. Let worry turn to hope in the name of Jesus. Let it be a quick work. Let it be a quick work that happens in their finances, God. And we praise you for it. You get all the glory for it. We can't do it. It's not Mm -hmm. anything we've done or anything we're doing. It's just simple obedience to the instruction you gave. So God, you get all the glory. It's you. Let us praise you as these things come to pass. Let us praise you, God. Let thanksgiving be on the hearts and the lips of every sower, God. Let us be expecting to see your goodness show up in our lives. In Jesus' name, bless, bless, bless the finances. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.
Amen. Well, we just thank you so much for being on with us today. It's been an awesome broadcast. I love being on with you. I, I have special love for Mary and Abigail. She's great. But tomorrow is going to be another awesome episode of Lunch Plus. We're yeah. back tomorrow with Will It Muffin, another time of prayer. And then Tuesday, you know what Tuesday means? Bible trivia, free money that we give to you for the people who answer the questions correctly first. It's going to be so good. So We'll be back tomorrow, 11.45 Eastern Time, AM. We love you. We'll see you so soon. Have a great rest of your Monday. May it be blessed and highly favored. Yeah. In Jesus' name, and we'll see you tomorrow.